Welcome back to Call the Dogs with Chance and Chi. And uh, this may be the shortest episode ever. Don't have, a, actually, don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> there, there's nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, are, sorry about that. That's my phone. Oh my gosh. Man, how, <laughs> Put it on lack of professionalism on this thing is unmatched. Incredible. Um, uh, well, if you didn't catch it, uh, we beat the crap out of Murray State this past weekend. Uh, finished them off. Took the starters out at halftime. Uh, kind of the way, uh, the way, the way we expected things to go. Um, and we've just got another cupcake coming up this week. So I mean, it's just kind of we're just kind of kind of sitting here waiting, I'm grasping at thin air, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some definitely some good points from the game that we can talk about. Uh, we got a lot of true freshmen get in there and get some playing time. I don't know the exact amount that were in there, but I mean it's got to be do- double digits. Um, as, I mean, you know, counting obviously special teams and everything like that. But you know, with the new rule where they can, what are they? What can they play in like four or five games and still redshirt or something like that? Right. Yeah. Um, so I think I think everybody's kind of taking advantage of that, especially Kirby, who you know played more freshmen in, uh, last year than anybody else in the country. So. I mean, all in all, it was a good day. I mean, we uh, – I wish that those games – I mean, you know, I think when when we were in school, we were crying because every game was at noon. <laughs> and now I'm like, please put the cupcakes at noon so I can watch the other games. Uh, and, you know, not to say that I don't – I mean, you know, being in Sanford Stadium for the first time in, you know, a year, I mean, this – it was obviously still special. We had a good time tailgating. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, Texan and Texas and uh, Texas A&M and Clemson are playing right now, and I got to get ready for the Texas LSU game. And then now this coming weekend, we have a dud of a schedule. So, and we'll we'll get to that here shortly. But uh, man, I had a good time though. We drank drank a few beers, you know, hung out, ate some some tailgate food, did that whole thing. Probably do the same thing this weekend. Yeah. Well, it was. Uh... The only bad part about the weekend is it was so freaking hot. Mm. My God, it was scorching hot. Um, but speaking of hot, was one- though, do you? I mean, like, I know we've talked about this before. I think everybody always says this is the hottest home game we've ever had. This is the hottest home game we've ever had. I mean, the one that comes to mind the most. Or there's two in my in my opinion. And I know which one. And I know which one you. I know at least one of the ones you're going to yeah. say. My, I mean, obviously this weekend was really hot, but I was thinking. Man, that Buffalo game. <laughs> yes, Buffalo. <laughs> that freaking Buffalo game back in 2012. I swear to gosh, I was going to die in Sanford Stadium, which, I mean, you know, not a terrible place to die. Uh, and then before that, in 2008, there was two games that we started off playing, Georgia Southern and Central Michigan, and both of those were blazing hot, I swear. Uh, so, anyway, I, I, do you have any more to add to that? Well, I mean – there's, they're they're always so hot every year, but that Buffalo one just immediately comes to mind every time. <laughs> yeah. um, I always, anytime somebody's like, it's going to be hot, and I'm like, well, it's going to be hot, but that Buffalo game, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, and I don't even remember what, well, the way we talk about it, it was like 125 or something, <laughs> but um, but it was, it was, God, it was hot, but um the epicenter of, pro- of global warming is in Athens, <laughs> <Exactly>. Georgia. <laughs> well, and a lot, a lot of our problem with these games too is that now that we're, now that we're like nationally recognized and, and that kind of stuff, we get picked up the for these games. We get picked up for TV spots, and so like 
this was ESPN two, and so these these games are getting moved like around because we're getting these TV these TV spots on because now there's so many daggum channels that run uh, football games. They've mm-hmm. all got them. So um, I mean, I remember whenever we played Auburn in two thousand six, the Trey Battle game where he mm-hmm. went off. That was on like Raycom or something like that. Like oh, it was, yeah. it was on, <laughs> it was on something that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I love going back and, and seeing those, uh, seeing those highlights of like, this is brought to you by Southern Bank or something yeah, like some kind like of local. local stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, good lord, it, it, it's, it was a, a crazy time back then. Yeah. Uh, but now we're getting now we're getting everything picked up, which I mean I guess is nice, but um. Uh, but it was it was good. Also uh, got Dooley Field uh, got that, got that all taken care of, which yeah. is awesome. Um, thought they did a really good. Had twenty had was it twenty five members or twenty five different captains? Every captain tw- for every yeah, year. E- okay. every captain from each squad that he had when he was a head right. coach. And, and uh, I don't know a- if you noticed this, but you know, obviously Barbara was out there with coach. And, you know, after they did the presentation and all that stuff, they were everybody was coming up to Vince and Barbara and, you know, saying congrats and all this stuff. And it was like, I saw like four or five of the captains come over to Barbara, give her a hug. And like, while they're giving her a hug, like, pick her up. Did you see that? <laughs> no. It was like a, just a great big hug. And they were like, pulling this poor old lady. <laughs> just taking her up in the air. I was just like, what in the hell? Like, you're going to break her. I don't. I, I don't. It was like I was like the only. I felt like I was the only person that noticed that. I was like looking around in the section. I was like, "Y'all see what's going on? Like this is assault, brother." Uh, but anyway, I I thought that was just an observation from that. It was a great presentation, though. Yeah, yeah, they did an awesome job with it. Um, well, let's let's run through kind of what we saw during the game, and and, and I think we can just go ahead and preface all this with. I mean. All the numbers were going to look good. I mean, it was – that part, it was great. Uh, but this was Murray State. You can't take anything away from this. And, and even last week, you can't take much from, from last week either. Uh, and, and we're really not going to be able to say anything about our team until we, <clears throat> until we play a, a, a real challenge. And so we don't know how good we are. I mean, we're, we ended up third in the AP poll this week. But, I mean – Obviously, those polls don't matter because it's just nobody really knows at this point. But uh, but we we got we got to be challenged. But I mean, at the same time, it's nice to be able to go into these cupcake games and and have confidence that we're just going to mop the floor with them real quick and be done. Because uh, I always refer back to Nickel State or something like that, Holy where it just kind of comes down to the to the wire, and it's like what. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. and uh, Or like you say, being in Tennessee spot right now, we're losing to two. Um, I mean, obviously BYU better than, than Georgia State, but getting beat by both of them at home. Um, we're not in any predicament like that. But our, we've got a lot of young guys. And, and the good thing is they are getting snaps. But at the same time, I want them to get hit by a real a real team, which we're obviously going to get in a couple of weeks in a pretty uh, electric atmosphere. But um, Ten days, well, man. Well, it's coming. Good Lord, it's coming. Um, so, what, what were? I mean, what were some of the things you saw this past weekend? Biggins, Biggins, yeah. Biggins, Biggins. <laughs> I mean, we hey. finally got to see the boy play. <laughs> hey, look, 
I mean, I know everybody's freaking out about the guy, but for good reason. Uh, he, that I mean, that first big catch he made where he laid out, um, I think everybody just said, "Oh, AJ Green." You know, I mean, it was just <laughs> it was just an immediate. I mean, he's been getting comparisons to him. Look, here's the deal: I have the highlights running on my on my screen right here. That play literally just happened, so it's it's a it's it's a thing. Um, he, I mean, just full extension, awesome. Anyway, he is one of those guys that's uber-talented. I mean, you have to hope that he is buying into... I mean, if you're a receiver in Kirby's offense on Kirby's team, you, if you don't block, you're not going to play. We've known that since the beginning. But, I mean, from what I saw from him, I mean, he, he made his blocks. I mean, I saw him go downfield, and, you know, whenever there's, you know, was a screen pass behind him or, uh, you know, something something like a you know stretch play to the outside from the, from the running back. I mean, I saw him. I saw him make some good downfield blocks. And then on top of that, further down that same drive, again the highlights are right here in front of me. It's awesome. Uh, he has a snag right there in the corner of the end zone. So the guy's got stupid hands. I don't know if if you saw the replay of that one. It was just like a little slant pass that he caught one time, and then. He caught it with two hands, kind of, but then he let one go, and he just was holding the ball out with one hand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this guy's hands are like Odell Beckham size. Um, so, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to pick-ins. I mean, we saw a lot of, you know, other – what what other, like, who other two freshmen did you single out and you think that played really well? Well, if you want to stick to the offensive side of the ball, I mean, we got to see uh, – we got to see Zeus tote the ball a little bit. Mm. Um, obviously not a true freshman, but we got to see him tote the ball. And um, the the run that he had up the gut, remind, I don't know, it was very similar to me. Uh, it felt like uh, Chubb's Rose Bowl kind of run through the tackles and kind of when he kind of got out and kind of kept going, yeah. just kind of running through guys. I don't know, it just kind of made me think of it. But um, the guy's showing glimpses of, of just what he's capable of, and, and he didn't touch the ball a ton. Obviously, we're we're still saving him, making sure he's ready. But um, the man's ready to play some ball, and uh, and I'm excited about him. And really, running backs across the board um, had had a good game. But uh, thought Zeus was uh, he he showed us he, he gave us another little glimpse. Yeah. And uh, obviously, we're not we hadn't gotten to where we're going to give him a, a a heavy portion of, of carries yet. But um, but he he was looking good. He's he's got his running style. I I. I don't know if it's changed really. I feel like he didn't run quite like this whenever he was uh, in high school, you know, just watching his highlights. But he's got a really – like he almost runs like a fullback. When he's going up the middle, he's very far forward. He's kind of crouched over. I mean, getting the low pad level, which is great. But, I mean, I, the only thing I'm concerned about Zeus is I hope that he's kept that top speed that he had in, in high school. I mean, the guy is a workhorse. He, I mean, we've said this time and time again. He's just basically Nick Chubb in, in you know, a younger body. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and, you know, obviously not quite as bulky as Chubb is, but, I mean, the guy is he's a hard-nosed runner, so I appreciate that. I uh, love everything about him. I love that he's worked so hard to get to this point. And then, you know, on top of that, speaking of running backs, I mean, we got to see – we got to see – well, one, we got to see Kenny McIntosh, which is great. Right. Uh, so, right. I mean, you know, I don't think the guy's going to get a, a, a ton of carries this year, but it was fun to see a guy who was not quite as highly recruited uh, come in and play really well. Um, I think in pretty much any running back that Kirby takes 
I think it's going to be a stud. I mean, you know, or Kenny Kenny could probably start for some other team. I mean, we say that pretty much about every other uh, running back we have. James Cook played really well too. I mean, the guys oh, yeah. t- talk about versatility. I mean, put him in the slot, line up behind. I mean, line up behind the quarterback. You know, put him wherever you need need him to. Hell, put him at left tackle if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Well, Kirby had some Kirby had some comments about him about Cook and. Just, just basically saying everything you just said, and uh, and wor- working on a few things like ball control and things like that. He does get a little, he does get a little excited when he's running, and that ball kind of starts yeah. flying around. Yeah. Um, but once he gets those in line, man, I think the guys, the guys a fiend, and he's going to make it happen. Um, but uh, any other offensive folks? I mean, I felt like it was a pretty straightforward. Uh, deal i mean from well we got uh, to see before we start we well, i just want to say we got to see pickens first touchdown and then we got to see uh dominic blaylock's first touchdown and zamir's first touchdown so uh it was fun to see and and blaylock's was i mean he, he basically had kind of a swing pass like wide receiver screen type deal out to the left side and just saw the hole and, and shot it i mean i'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to step up like we said last last week you know, whenever Kyrus, you know, it's the fact that Kyrus is not uh, in in the lineup right now, um, you know, just want to see how Dominique's going to step up and, and fill that fill that hole right now. But I'm I'm looking forward to what he's going to be able to do. So, I mean, obviously DeAndre Swift. I mean, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But I mean, you know, averaged 11.2 yards per carry <laughs> against Murray State. So, I mean, we had everybody average like over five yards carry. So. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just fun to see Brian Herring just doing his thing and, um, you know, running hard-nosed running too. And also, I mean, it's worth noting, you know, with Isaiah Wilson out, I mean, so Sawyer, I think Sawyer got the start at right guard, and then we had Cade right there next to him. Uh, Sawyer let a little pr- bit of pressure go, and I think right after that they moved Cade out to right tackle and Ben Cleveland to right guard, so... But he eventually got out of the doghouse and went back in there and played really well. But at the beginning, I mean, for a guy that we thought, you know, some of the recruiting analysts were saying is the best prospect they've ever seen at, on the offensive line, uh, I really, you know, was expecting him to come in and, and have more of a starting position. But, I mean, these guys are holding it down. So it doesn't matter who you have on the offensive line at this point. We got boys. <laughs> oh <my laughs> we got God. everybody. We got, we got grown men. Yeah. We got grown men. Um, what about yeah, the I mean, defensive just, side of the ball, though? Uh, that 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 boy Nolan Smith Ooh. is uh, he fast? He fast and he's strong. <laughs> he he was getting all over the place, man. I mean, <laughs> he is he's a fiend. Um, I am so pumped for him. Did you watch and, the replay uh, of that sack that him and Jermaine got? Where he just mm-hmm. bull rushed the boy. <laughs> Poor God. <laughs> that man that man was not as much of a man as, as Nolan Smith was <laughs> yeah. at that moment. And uh, he it, it was awesome to see. I mean, I think they had – I mean, kind of overall. He had, he had what, a sack and a half or – Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, between that one and, and then the other. But uh, guy looked awesome. Um, we only had 23 yards rushing. Uh, so, I mean – and obviously we held them, held them there. They got a little. They had that one blown coverage and, and got that long touchdown play uh, in the first quarter. Um, so we had that had that going, for, had that happen. But I mean, 
obviously defense really shut them down. They didn't have anything going for them. Well, we got um, we had guys rotating from the beginning. I mean, after the first drive, and that that blown, blown coverage. It, I mean, you know, we were talking with our buddy Beta, who loves J.R. Reed. Uh, <laughs> he uh, basically, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. Is like you know, you don't know who's lining up wrong. I mean, I'm not a coach. You know, you're not a coach, but. You know, J.R. Reed's on, on one half of the field. You know, was he supposed to be kind of more towards the middle in that situation? Because Mark Webb was playing man on him, and he got beat. He just got beat man-to-man. But Richie LeCount is, is on the on the far side of the field next to Mark Webb, and he looks like he's acting like he's going to blitz and then gets stuck between blitzing and then backing up and then just kind of jumps and acts like he's going to try to swap the pass. And I'm just like, well, I mean, Rich. At that point, it, it makes me think that Richie just didn't know what he was doing. Like, I, I'll forgive a guy who not. That's never know. happened before, by the way. Yeah. Richie not knowing what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll forgive a guy for for getting beat man to man. I mean, that's hard. It doesn't matter. I mean, if the guy, the other guy's athletic, but um, Richie's got to know where he's got to line up every play. I mean, he's if he's going to be a captain of the defense, he's got to know what he's doing. But then again, like I said. Could have very well been J.R. Reed's fault. He maybe should have been playing a cover one in the middle of the field. I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, it's just like it looked so obvious. I looked, went back and watched the replay several times. I was like, how do we let this happen? Because that was like a large chunk of the yard, their yards. What were they on, like the 50 or the 45-yard line, something like that? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, you know, it's just something you can't have happen against you. I mean, especially not against this kind of opponent. But, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, I believe that with this week, Kirby's going to shore those things up. Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling those will be addressed. <laughs> yeah. uh, if they haven't been addressed by now, they will be soon. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that yeah, – I mean, besides that, great defensive performance. Um, I mean, I, I don't really, – like I said, we just can't – you just can't take much away from this game. It, we we got we got a lot of guys in there, uh, got a lot of rotations. And you had to do that a lot. Of, I mean, for you know, so hot, you have to do that for safety reasons, just to keep guys from getting overheated. Yeah. Apparently, apparently there were uh, air conditioned uh, bleachers on the sideline, or something. Apparently, that was a thing. Uh, they either said that on the radio broadcast or they said it on the. Um, TV broadcast. I, they, I just heard them talking about it. So apparently, we had air conditioned uh, bleachers. Like coming from the bottom, like when you're when you when you yeah, have like a truck yeah, or that they have air conditioning come from the up, yeah, up the I, butt. Either that, <laughs> yeah, either up the butt, yeah, either that or there's like fans attached. I don't know what the deal was. I I didn't get down there to inspect them, <laughs> but I just heard that this was. I just heard that this was a thing. But um, so obviously sneaking around the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do, doing the uh, dirty work. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, gotta gotta know what gotta know what new tech we've got out there these days, uh, but between that and, and like I say, going to be another hot one this weekend. Um, so, uh, I mean, I don't really know what else to pull from it except my this this is my fear and it, like I said, not really a fear but just more of an observation. Uh, we're gonna have I mean we're basically still in the preseason like yeah. we just haven't been we haven't been challenged and. Uh, until we really get popped in the mouth, we don't know how good we are. Right. And and that's 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 just where I'm at. It, it's more of like I'm, I'm watching these games. Like even though we're joking about Florida playing Miami and, uh, and and all these kinds of stuff, I mean, 
I mean, Miami's and Miami's a bad team. That was not a good example, Patrick. Um, <laughs> like uh, that was a terrible example. Um, but looking at like, um, I mean, you can look this way: like Texas and LSU. Obviously, that's a huge matchup, and we've got that matchup in a couple weeks. But having that challenge early um, in in your second or third week, kind of, kind of, and that, that used to be South Carolina for us. Yeah, it used to be that game that we kind of got hit early, and it's how how do you adjust? And so, I mean. There's obviously the perks of working into the season, getting your kinks worked out before you start. But at the same time, I just don't want us to get lulled into a false sense of security. Sure. Like all these new guys just saying, like, okay, we're we're the we're the Georgia Bulldogs. Like we don't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 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 taking guys out, and it's like, well, you you played one of the bottom four teams in the SEC, and then you played uh, Murray State, which probably a majority of the people on the team didn't even know where Murray State was. So it's just like you can't yeah. you can't base a lot off of it. So like I said, that's my concern. But like I said, it is good to see the guys playing well, um, doing everything right, doing everything they were supposed to, didn't make besides that one uh, mess up on defense, really just a clean game, which is what you want in a game like this, uh, have it finished up by halftime. And, uh, and that's what we did. So, I mean – Everything went right that was supposed to, but that was more of an observation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that you know everything you needed to see, we saw. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Reps are good. I mean, get. I mean, I just was looking at the uh, box score, and we had like, I mean, it looked like we had like fifty players play on defense. I mean, it's incredible how much we're rotating and all that. Um, I just. Uh, I did want to point out one more thing before we moved on. You know, you got what do we have? Like five scholarship tight ends right now. Charlie Warner's playing really well, but then you have Eli Wolf starting to emerge, and I think that's really interesting. The guy showed that he can, uh, you know, he can catch, he can go across the middle, but then I also saw him blocking really well. I mean, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of steals that starting position from Charlie. You know, here moving forward. Again, we're playing Murray State. We'll see how that goes against Notre Dame. I, I, I'd be willing to bet we line up in double tights first play next weekend. Oh, I can't, I can't start talking about <laughs> next weekend right now, man. Oh. And we got, we got, we have a whole other, we got a whole other one of these to do before that. Oh lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, we'll we'll be more prepared for that that uh that episode. Um. Is there anything else uh, from from the game you want to point out? I mean, I think we pretty much, you know, hit, we we got we covered all the big things. Yeah, there, there's there's not much there's not much there. I mean, we've I think we've hit hit all the the main points there. So, oh, how was the view from the sky suite, huh? Oh yeah, that was kind of a. I was talking about how hot it was, but fortunately, I got some air conditioning there. I got some <laughs> air conditioning relief. That was great. It was great. I was about to say uh, you we didn't. Had, we had a great time. You're full shit. <laughs> well, I was outside before that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, the funny thing is, uh, for you listeners, uh, I I took a picture of the sky suites because I knew where Chancy was relatively. And I took a picture and said, "Hey, how's it? How's it up there? You know, King Chancy or something like that. I don't know what I said and. And then he just took a picture down, like, towards where we were, and he says, uh, how's it down there, peasants? 
and <laughs> and I was like, I was like searching along the sections, and I was like, ah, oh, I can't find me. And then I was like, the very furthest section away from him, I was like, oh, there's me, <laughs> there's me. So anyway, well, well yeah. I, I I know with the rest of our home schedule, that's not going to happen again. So uh, we we enjoyed that thoroughly, mm. um, but it, it was fun. We had we had a good time. So, yes, sir. but uh, but yeah, it, it'll uh, it, it was a. Good, good home opener, and, and it, it was fun. Maybe it won't be quite as hot this weekend, so we'll Shoot. see. Man, it, it'll be – It's going to be so hot. Um, just kind of looking around, I mean, there's not a whole lot of big talking points, no big news. I mean, obviously we got guys that are ailing. we got Isaiah Wilson who's still working on – I mean, ho- hopefully he'll at least be back by Tennessee. Uh, I think some people are saying maybe Notre Dame. I, I'm not sure how true that is. I mean, he just – excuse me, I think he has a little bit of a sprained ankle. As long as it's not a high ankle sprain, I think we should be good to go. Um, anyway, um, I did want to point out something that I, I was reading about earlier and I thought was really cool. Um, so, you know, the University of South Carolina, they have Ryan Helinski on their team. And this is just something around around the country that I was looking at. And I was just – Ryan Helinski is the brother of Tyler Helinski who committed suicide, I think, last year. He committed to South Carolina. He's from the West Coast, um, but he came in and substitute for what's his name that was the starter over there and played really well. I mean, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome to see the guy come in and, and kind of take over that position. I think every touchdown he, you know, was clapping and pointing up up to, you know, his brother and all that. So I just thought about that. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, the stories like that are stuff that around college football, you know, obviously – you don't want the bad things to happen, but you know, whenever somebody can make a good situation out of it, it's always fun to see. Um, I'm not trying to start this out on a somber note, but what <laughs> uh, what what else did you see around the country? Um, I guess I will take mine as, as posing a question. How long do you think old Pruitt's going to last? I ain't gonna lie, man. He might be done. So. Uh, I mean, can I can I take a second to look at their upcoming because here, schedule? Because, because I'm because I'm looking, yeah, look at that. Because what I'm looking at is and thinking is like between him and Willie Taggart over at, at Florida State. I'm just like, who's gonna go first? I mean, I, it'd be it'd be kind of crazy to see uh, if those guys get get cut. I mean, have, did we did we make fun of? Have we made fun of Willie Taggart for the dehydration? comment yet on, know, on, on the pod i don't know if we have i don't know if we have but yeah. we definitely should i mean <laughs> talk about a great excuse for uh getting your ass kicked in the second half by boise state <laughs> i think we did mention it but like my gosh that's just miserable well, man did you see the guy the guy um this week for florida state that was lined up backwards <laughs> yes. he was lined up he was lined up facing so like if if they're if like the whole offense is facing the left this one receiver is just facing to the right. <laughs> he's like in his stance. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like he's toward the sideline. He's right in the middle of the <laughs> of the guy. Like he's in like the slot, <laughs> and he's just facing the other way. And it's just like, it's like, well, I, don't, I guess he was he wasn't hydrated. He he didn't have quite. He was out of his damn mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He saw his, his cheese slip off the cracker. Uh, but man. I, that was uh that was funny i and and man it is just i, I don't know i, I mean and because then you got um chip kelly too 
he's he's sucking it up over at UCLA. Yeah. So I mean, and they're about it, to play Oklahoma. They're about to get their tail whooped. Oh I mean, my no god. doubt about it. So I I don't know, man. I, I what? So what is Tennessee looking like? I, Ten- I want to Tennessee. So Tennessee plays Chattanooga this this coming weekend. Obviously Uh-oh. at home. If they Uh-oh. lose that, <laughs> oh, if, they, if they lose that, he gone. Former might fire him at halftime. Yeah. If 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 he loses that, he gone. I don't think they're gonna lose that. But then they play Florida, L, UGA, L, Mississippi State, L, Alabama, L, South Carolina, uh, and then UAB, possibly L. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, uh, I think at this point you have to say there all could be an L. But uh, I mean, what if what if Fulmer just fired him and just took over, like just had a full, just fat boy Phil man. <laughs> I mean, Holy cow! What if, what if he just had a had a freaking mutiny and just and just took over the whole thing? Well, that's what happened when uh in, in Wisconsin at some point. Right. Uh, what's his name? Barry Alvarez or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was the mm-hmm. he was the freaking athletic director, and when I think it was whenever they fired Bielema, or you know, got rid of him or something like that. And yeah, he took over, man. And he's also like he's a legendary coach, just a little bit different. Right. Phil Fulmer was successful. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say he's a legendary coach. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I think they'd look at him in a maybe not the same, but a similar, similar light. It, at that point, probably they would all just say what, whatever. At this point, if you can get us a W, get us a W. But um, <laughs> hell, man, they'd probably hire some frat guy over there and just <laughs> man the sidelines. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I it, I'd be I'm interested, man. I, I mean, because because you got to think there ain't. I mean, how are any of those players? And obviously, there's some that are trying to transfer or whatever. But how could any of those players like have any kind of confidence? I mean, that or that pride. these guys, right? Pride, hell, yeah. yeah. I guess at that point, pride that that I'm like getting getting to go to the next level. Like guys go to to, to a school like Tennessee to mm-hmm. plan on playing in the NFL. Like you got Alvin Kamara right now. Like he was lighting it up last night, and um. And came from Tennessee, and then you got guys like they might not have anybody go from their team, like just based on the way they're playing. Yeah, and uh, that's, I mean, that's, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I would I'm say the only time. the only guy that comes to mind is that Jawan Jennings. I I don't know what year he is, but he's a really good receiver. It just kind of sucks because like there is some talented guys. It's like, well, why why didn't you make a better decision? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we probably could have used the Jawan Jennings on our receiving core right now. So, Um, and then uh, other than Tennessee, though, I I don't know if you saw the story. Ed Orgeron is claiming that the air conditioning did not work in the visitors' locker room at Texas Stadium at DKR. Did you see that? No, I did not see that, but that's funny. And they came out and like the you know. uh, athletic director and whoever's in charge of making sure stuff like that is working and we're like oh the air conditioning was working properly and all that stuff but uh, Ed Ordron had actually called Louisiana Tech's head, head coach and asked him about it beforehand he said no it, it was hot as hell in there He's, and so they prepared they brought a bunch of fans in there but uh, it kind of makes sense like you see all these LSU guys dropping like flies now a lot of that was acting I'm not saying the whole thing was like that, but I mean, I guarantee you, a ton of those guys were cramping. It's just a different kind of heat, though. You know, it's dry heat versus you know, Louisiana's like heat. freaking yeah, <laughs> humid as hell. <laughs> uh, but I just thought that was crazy. I was like, Ed Ordron's like, I don't know if he's just trying to like 
get at Texas a little bit more, or or if he's legit, I don't know. But they that sounds like that sounds like a Tom Herman thing to do. Yeah, it definitely does. Tom Herman's a piece of shit, and I, I'm not going to change that. Uh, I, I don't like that guy. He just, like, you look at him on the sidelines, I was like, I hate you. You know, he, yeah. he reminds oh, yeah. me of, like, he's a sleazebag, kind of like Urban Meyer. Yes. That's 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 who he reminds me. Like, kind of like, I mean, obviously not as good a coach. I still respect how Urban Meyer was a really good coach. I don't respect a lot of things that he did. Uh, but he is a brilliant coach. Tom Herman is just Herman's Herman's got that face a mother would punch. Yeah. Very punchable face. Yes, very punchable. Very punchable. So. Yeah. Um but I guess like I said to get uh, well I guess if we're going to mention that game. That was that was a good game. I mean and I think it was awesome. watching that that it was just a, a really good game. LSU's a whole different whole different animal now even compared to when we played them last year. Yeah. And the funny th- and the funny thing is if we want to mention both of those teams. We we didn't show up against either. Uh, we got yeah. taken to the to the shed against both of those, and um, to get to where we want to be, we obviously can't be can't have uh, performances like we had against those teams. Um, and, and I think that's that's the next level of, of Kirby's coaching is us showing up for those games. Yeah. Um, like we were away, like because for last year we were we went to Death Valley, the real Death Valley, and we sucked it up and the whole game just we never showed up and um we haven't but, won an sec west game away yet under kirby yeah we got we got yeah. destroyed by Ole miss his first year yep we got beat by auburn his second yep. year and then last year we got destroyed by lsu and and then we watch lsu walk into austin and Win a close game, win a hard fought game, but they they went in and won that game. I mean, they Texas is Texas is a good team. I mean, I think we definitely pumped them up, obviously by the way we just didn't show up yeah. and let them walk all over us. Obviously, I, I think we were a better team. We talked for I, I looked back at that. That was our longest episode. The the post of that <laughs> of us just freaking out. We but, probably just sat there and were like, "This sucks," <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, LSU um, went in went in there and and won that game. Just just straight up beat Texas and yeah. um, and it wasn't Texas playing bad. Like Texas played well, but that was the same thing we did against Notre Dame two years ago. We went into Notre Dame, went into a uh, went into a, I, I can't remember what they were ranked at that point. Top ten, whatever, top fifteen. Um, went into their house and beat them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, not as a hostile environment, but that's what we've got. That's that's the level we've got to get at. It. I mean, when I was watching that game, that was what I was thinking about the entire time. Is that we haven't gone and in, into that hostile of an environment yet away and done what we needed to do to to win that game under Kirby. And that's yeah. kind of the next. That's the next phase to me that we're gonna that we're gonna see. And um and so I'm 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 I'm, I'm hoping that. In a couple of weeks, when we play Notre Dame, we ha- we take care of business there. But look forward to what's coming this season with with these big games because that's where we got to get to, man. I mean, to to be up there with these Clemsons and these and, and Alabama, we got to we got to make those games happen. Well, really, Heck, it might it might be LSU. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to, so really, the only hostile environment we have left at this point. I mean, obviously Tennessee. There might be. I mean, they're going to have fans in there. 
Um, don't get me wrong, but it's just not going to be the same. It's not like we're going to be playing the Tennessee of the 2000s or anything like that. So, really, Auburn is going to be hostile. Auburn's going to be a big one. I'm, I'm like, considering going in that game. It's the only away game that I've been to multiple times. I've been, I think I've been to three Auburn games, and I am three. No, I'm two. I was about to say three and zero. I'm two and one. I went when we played them in 2010. Cam Newton celebrated right in front of me. Screw that guy. Uh, but anyway, you had your I, chance. Yeah, I should have punched him right in the gut. Uh, <laughs> then he would have killed me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or anyway. stole your wallet or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah it stole my laptop. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, we do have. We do have a very favorable schedule as far as we get a lot of like, big home games. Obviously, Texas A&M, Notre Dame. We talked about that before, but uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta take that next step. I agree with you. Another big thing from or funny thing from or two things I have. Uh, funny thing from the LSU Texas game. I don't know if you saw this, but there were some LSU players. You know, the Texas team was wearing the DBU shirts did you see that before the no, game started i didn't see that they were we- they were wearing the real dbu shirts or something like that <clears throat> and of course lsu i mean here's the deal i'll concede lsu's dbu they've produced way too much talent for me to be like ah i mean them and alabama sadly florida has had a lot in the past not so much in the past like five or six years but uh, i would say lsu's got the upper hand and all that um but L- yeah texas was wearing dbu shirts during the warm-ups and then LSU players go over and drink water off their sidelines. Did, did you see that? I, see. I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I mean, it's also like, nope. There was like people standing next to them, and it's like, nobody's going to stop them. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get yeah, killed. <laughs> They'll murder uh, you. Yeah. And then the other thing I want to point out is, I don't know if you saw this, but Cal California beat Washington this past weekend. Jacob Eason unfortunately struggled, uh, didn't even have a touchdown. Had 160 yard, 162 yards passing and an interception. So uh, he'll he'll pick it back up. But I mean, after that first weekend, I think everybody thought that this guy's going to be their savior, you know. So we'll see how he does for the rest of the season. I mean, the guy had the guy hadn't played much football. I mean, so it's uh, and obviously he had a cupcake. But I mean, it's been basically two years since he started a game because I mean he started first game for us and that yeah but he only had however many snaps that was so um it's been it's really been two years since he since he's played in the game so um besides the cupcake last week so uh yeah i definitely think he will turn it around i mean guys got guys got plenty of time to do that so yeah it'll be interesting though if uh i mean that kind of scraps washington's hopes of making the playoffs or anything but obviously they still got a solid chance at a at a pack 12 run it, it um, very well may i mean i think i think a lot of people are thinking utah is going to win the pack 12 but the pack 12 so the pack 12 has achieved parity which is very uh californian of them um <laughs> just really boring um but i will say pack 12 is just irrelevant i mean it doesn't matter like if washington like wins out and they make it to the college football playoff or like win the Pac-12 championship make it to the college football playoff it doesn't matter they're going to get destroyed by whoever they play whether it be an Oklahoma a Dogs Alabama a Clemson it doesn't matter they're going to get destroyed so very the top heavy conferences are the ones that are going to win championships that's just the bottom line yeah and there's absolutely. none that are more top heavy than the ACC. <laughs> good, good, sweet baby Jesus. Are they top heavy? God it's bless. It's terrible. It's just Clemson. It's, 
No, yeah, it's just just one, <laughs> and everybody else is on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good lord, it's ridiculous. But um, anyway, anyway, you want to? Man, I I think we well we we went a little bit longer than I thought we would. We're at about forty minutes here. Do you want to pick some games of the week, or is there any more observations you have? What you what you thinking? I just I'm just happy football's back. Yeah, you know, we're already in week three. How the already hell? Week three. I that's mean, a, it's just that's it's, a quarter of the season. I know. So, um, no, let's go ahead and do these picks. Let's let's get it rolling. These people right, are tired of listening to us ramble. Yeah, probably so. All right, so there's not a whole lot. This is actually one of the worst schedules I've ever seen for a weekend. Like in the past, like probably four or five years, and I always pick out really you know good good games for every weekend. Uh, slim pickings here, brother. Uh, Alabama. Obviously, ranked number two. They're playing South Carolina. They're favored by 26 points. Who you got there, Chance? Yeah, you got to go Alabama on that. Um, I mean, I guess this new kid, uh, he'll, was it, is it Hillebrink or Hillebrink? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Hillebrink. I can't, I told that like really sincere story. You can't be, no, I'm just kidding. He's, uh, <laughs> his, his uh, name is Ryan Helensky. Helensky. Yeah, that was close. Yeah. Start with an H. Hillebrink. Um, uh, so I just don't. I mean, I'm just getting with Bama. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just because I st- told that story, that emotional story earlier, I'm just going to say th- South Carolina. I don't really believe in it, but I'm going to pick South Carolina, twenty plus twenty six. Stanford plays U- UCF. UCF beat a Florida Atlantic team last weekend who can put up points, but they beat the hell out of them. Florida Atlantic's not that good. They haven't really played anybody yet. Stanford's played Northwestern and USC. They get, just got beat by USC. Um, who do you got there, Chance? UCF is – sorry, I didn't say the line. UCF is favored by seven and a half points. Ooh. Um, I, Stanford still doesn't have their – they've lost, their quarterback's out for the season. Yeah, he's he, – well, I don't know if he's out for the season, but he's out right now. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go UCF. Just um, – I think they're – because – USC ended up putting putting a good number of points up on Stanford. Yeah, they, they spanked him pretty good. Actually, the yeah. backup uh, quarterback for UC, USC looks pretty good. Yeah, um, well, and, and, yeah, he. Uh, so I, I'm gonna go UCF on that. Obviously, I haven't seen much of, of either's uh, play uh, this season, but uh, probably probably go UCF on that. Yeah, I, I actually go UCF pretty big here. I think uh, I think they beat him by two touchdowns at least. Iowa plays Iowa State. I was ranked number nineteen. It's game day. <laughs> that's how bad. That's how bad this schedule is this weekend. It's game day in Ames. I don't know if it's Ames or Ames. I think it's Ames, Iowa. Um, man, I, I don't know if you saw this, but Iowa State really struggled against a terrible opponent. I think they've only played one game. Iowa's been dominating the crappy games that they've played. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to let you pick, and then I'll pick. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Iowa's favored by two and a half points. I'll, I'll give it to – I know some folks that uh, went to Iowa, and I know some Iowa people, so I'm, I'm going I'm going with the, the Hawkeyes. Yeah, go Hawkeyes. I think they're actually going to beat them pretty good. It's – I mean, it, you, you need to look at – I mean, they played like Charles – I don't know if they played like Charleston Southern or something like that. Iowa State just really struggled. So, And I was expecting them to potentially – uh, coming in this year, have like a run at the Big Twelve? Uh, nah, not this time. No, not, not so much. No. Uh, o- Oklahoma's gonna win it. I mean, 
Can I put some money on that right now? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's your games of the week. Really short, slim pickings. We there's just nothing. Nobody plays anybody. I mean, the South Carolina Alabama game is the big SEC game, and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't know. These are just boring ass games this weekend. Kind of sucks. So just go drink. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll uh, this weekend I'll be at the game. Me and me and old Sanye are gonna go, and uh, we'll be we'll be there. I mean, we might you know. I hate to say this because it was the first game, but we played Murray State. I left at halftime. Uh, my yeah. wife my wife wanted to leave, and I said, you know what? Logistically, this makes sense. Also, I want to get back for the LSU Texas game. Uh, so Arkansas State this weekend, we'll, we'll take a little bit more time, maybe at least stay for three more quarters, but or three quarters. But just just get your energy up for next weekend. That's the thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I I'm actually not going this weekend, uh, so I'm gonna be working. I, I know, I know. I'm uh, working. Uh, gonna be working this weekend, so that I figured if I had to pick a home game to work. Uh, it's going to be this one, and so just going to go ahead and get all that stuff out of the way. But obviously, it'll be down here, uh, down south, and uh, basically prepping all of my plans to uh, make sure that I'm uh, in Athens as early as possible next week and uh, ready for the festivities to begin. Um, so uh, I'll probably also just be prepping for the podcast for next week because I'm going to be so jacked up, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, that thing might be like two hours. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a wild ride. See, that's the thing is that you, you that that first home game, you're like wanting to go in there and feel this like intensity and like let's rip their head off, like you know let's destroy this team. And it's like okay, we're obviously gonna do that against Murray State. Let's go in there and take care of business against Notre Dame, and that's a different story. You're you're feeling like a million bucks. Let's go drink a thousand beers, kind of thing. So, anyway, um, that's all I got. Chance, I'll say go dogs, and let's take care of business against the Wolves. The Arkansas State Wolves or something like that. Is that what they're? Dogs on top. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're not a terrible program. I will say that. But uh, let's That's take true. care of business. That's true. We're still That's favored true. by like 34 points. So, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dogs on top. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Brought to you by Chancy Drugs and Landmark.com. <laughs> Get your pieces everywhere. <laughs>